Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1279. One skill you need for guaranteed fat loss success, part two, by Sardar Tunjala of nerdgettingfit.com, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now it's the middle of the week, which means we're due for a little bit of inspiration. So here we go. Quote, usually what we most fear doing is what we most need to do. Timothy Ferris. Now today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 1278. But if you're all caught up, Let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. One skill you need for guaranteed fat loss success. Part two by Sirdar Tunjala of nerdgettingfit.com. The importance of protein for fat loss. Out of the three macronutrients, carbohydrate, fat, and protein, which macronutrient is the most important one? For your fat loss goals, Protein is the most important macronutrient. Our bodies use carbohydrates and fats for energy, whereas protein is used to build and repair lean tissue like muscle. When you are in a calorie deficit, by definition, you will not have enough carbs and fats to provide your body the energy it needs. To make up for the energy difference, your body will use its carbohydrate and fat stores. It will also break down the lean tissue, not only to get energy, but also to reduce the need for energy. This is why protein is the most important macronutrient. If you experienced a big pay cut in your yearly salary, you would start using your savings to cover the expenses. But you would also look at your budget and cut unnecessary expenses to reduce your expenses. Your body does the same thing. 
If it stays in a calorie deficit for a long time, it starts looking for ways to reduce the energy expenditure and slows down your metabolism. This is called adaptive thermogenesis. Increasing your protein intake will ensure you maintain or build lean tissue and keep your metabolism high. Furthermore, protein is very filling, so you won't feel hungry even when you cut calories. Carbs versus fats. What about carbs and fats? If you scan the web for fat loss tips, I'm willing to bet you ended up even more confused about whether you should avoid carbs or fats. As of today, eight out of 10 best-selling books on diet and weight loss is advocating a low-carb, high-fat diet. On the other hand, if you look at the diets of some professional bodybuilders and athletes, they may follow a high-carb, low-fat diet. If one is better than the other, how come people get in great shape and lose weight following both a low-carb and a high-carb diet? Well, if you've been listening carefully, you already know the answer. The amount of weight loss only depends on a calorie deficit and has nothing to do with how many grams of carbs or fat you eat. If there is no difference between a high-carb diet and a low-carb diet, why do people pick one over the other? Carbohydrates are a short-term energy source, whereas fats are a long-term energy source. The body prefers to burn fat as energy, with two exceptions. It switches to burning carbs for energy when high bursts of energy are required, like high-intensity exercises, and following a carbohydrate-containing meal. As I said, some bodybuilders and athletes prefer high-carb diets because they work out at high intensities for hours every day. On the other hand, people who are not as active seem to do better with a low-carbohydrate diet. It's also a personal preference depending on what kinds of foods you like to consume. Which brings me to another point. It's important to eat the foods you like so you can follow your plan long-term. The fewer restrictions you have, the better. Whether you choose a low-carb or high-carb or a low-fat or high-fat diet, make sure you track your calories. Counting calories is easier than you think. At this point, you are probably convinced that counting calories will ensure you reach your fat loss goals, but are dreading the idea of counting calories. Who has time for that? Are you supposed to look up and track every single food you put in your mouth? In this day and age, counting calories is very easy. And if you use some smart tricks, you can even set it to autopilot and not even worry about it. Tools to count calories. If you have a smartphone, you have no excuse. There are many apps that make calorie counting as easy as scanning a barcode. Some are free, some are paid. To get started, I recommend MyFitnessPal. You can scan the barcode of any food or type in the food, and all the nutritional information will be added to your diary with a single touch. The free version doesn't show individual macros on the main screen, but you can find it if you go to your diary. There's also a paid service called Avatar Nutrition. For $10 a month, you get personalized macronutrient recommendations and an app to track your intake. Your recommendations are adjusted weekly based on your results. You should also invest in a kitchen scale. Nutritional information in general is calculated based on a food's weight, which is measured in grams. Now, depending on the brand, measuring cups can vary in their accuracy, and those inaccuracies add up to inaccurate tracking and may ultimately hinder your results. Meal planning tricks for fat loss. You can make calorie counting extremely easy by planning your meals. This doesn't mean you need to cook all of your meals for the week, although that is very useful. You just need to think about and plan what you're going to eat, ideally every day. If you think about it, we usually eat the same foods every week anyway. 
Here are some tricks that will help you meal plan like a pro. One, think protein first. After you calculate your macros and determine how much protein you need to eat every day, try to meet your daily protein goals. It may mean consuming five to six meals and snacks combined each day. Find high-protein meals and snacks and sprinkle them throughout your day. Foods like eggs, poultry, and fish are high in protein. Usually, three main meals and three snacks work the best, but you have to plan it based on your schedule and preferences. Two, budget for a treat. In order to make this experience enjoyable and sustainable, you should allow yourself treats every now and then. You can use 10% of your weekly calories on any treat you like without any restrictions whatsoever. It's up to you whether you want to save those calories for a big treat a week or use them for small treats every day. Whatever you choose, add it to your meal plan without feeling guilty. And three, fill the rest with carbs and fats based on your preferences. After you plan your protein-containing meals and treats, fill in the rest with side dishes and snacks containing carbs and fats. As I mentioned before, you don't need to worry about choosing between high-carb or low-carb foods. Set it to autopilot. You can set your calorie counting to autopilot after you make your meal plan. I usually enter all of my meals into MyFitnessPal in the morning and try to get as close to my macros as possible. After deciding all my meals and snacks, I just follow the plan to eat those foods. You don't need to enter everything you eat into the app anymore. Some people even eat the same exact food every day for a whole week and change it up week to week. I don't know about you, but I would get bored eating the same food every day for a week. When you're planning your meals, don't allow perfection to be the enemy of the good. You will rarely, if ever, get your macros perfectly. Just make sure you reach your calorie goal and be within 10% of each of your macros. If calorie counting still seems like a hassle to you, just give it a couple of weeks. Use the tips and tricks you learned from this blog post and try it for a couple of weeks. You'll be shocked at how easy and effective calorie counting can be. When you realize you can actually eat that slice of pizza or cup of your favorite ice cream and still reach your fat loss goals, your perspective will change. You'll stop feeling guilty about eating your favorite foods and enjoy the freedom of your diet. You just listened to part two of the post titled One Skill You Need for Guaranteed Fat Loss Success by Sirdar Tunjala of nerdgettingfit.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Sirdar said something really important. If you decide you wanna try tracking your food intake and have set clear goals for yourself, please do not feel as though you have to be perfect. I've had some patients get really into tracking everything. Minutes they spent exercising, grams and micrograms of all the nutrients, their daily calories, and so on. They try and hit every single goal to the decimal point every single day. You do not need to do this. There's a point where we can become hyper-focused on these goals and lose sight of the reason we're doing this in the first place. We want to improve ourselves so we can live long, happy, and healthy lives. Worrying about whether every single macro and micronutrient goal is being met and that every calorie is accounted for, probably won't make for a very happy life. Instead, use the tools that Sirdar discussed to help you set goals and stay consistent with your overall habit of eating more balanced meals and moving more often, because that will ultimately lead to a happy, long, and healthy life. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life 
awaits.